Hello, everybody. My name's Gabby. I'm Allison. I'm John. I'm Grant. And welcome to Clinical Populations. Populations. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And welcome to our series finale. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, this finale is going to be recorded in two parts. The second part you are going to hear is our favorite episodes from the whole series. Hope you enjoy. Clinical. Pop. Clinical. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Clinical. Population. Population. Clinical. Population. Population. Clinical. Population. This is John, and the uh, episode that I chose to highlight again was Begin Againers by Scott Mulvihill. Sometimes I get caught up where I never meant to be It's the curse of being free The curse of being free But baby, it's a good day for the travelers and the sinners All would be winners every day Begin again That was Begin Againers And I really, uh enjoyed this song it was one that it was the first episode that i did on the podcast so i got to begin with that one and i got to begin again with it what? today Aww. look at that what? full so, circle i know so it was always a special song i guess because of that that it was the first one um but I also just love Scott Mulvihill. That bass, mm. the it gets that bassline still gets stuck in my head. I'll just be like, you know, working or whatever, and be start humming it. <laughs> um, but also, just the the lyrics and looking at just the concept of every day being uh, a time that you can begin again. Every moment you can choose to, you know, make a change. Uh, and so, you know, he talks about. There's nothing like a blank page. You get to start from scratch. You know, nothing like a clean skate, clean slate. You get another shot. Um, and so, and it's a good day for a, a sinner. It's a good day for a traveler. Uh, all the would-be winners. Uh, so I just really enjoy this song. Um, and just, yeah, that reminder of fresh beginnings that uh, the song does hit different uh these years later because mm -hmm. when i was thinking about it the first time um i was thinking about it more in a uh clinical situation and how mm -hmm. it applied to like um the clients i was working with with dementia and how every day for them is a new day you know, a way to be yeah. a new day uh beginning again and so um but this time I'm like, you know, I've gone through some stuff now and so <laughs> I'm like it's nice to just be reminded that like I don't have to carry the baggage from yesterday into today or tomorrow. Yeah. And I can set that down and have that clean slate. Mm -hmm. So This was also the episode where um, we were 
recording and I had to leave. <laughs> and so, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I remember. In, in those days, we were using Zencaster, and so um, you had to wait till everything loaded after you record. So, you, like, you click save and then has to load. My Wi-Fi was horrible; <laughs> it was taking ever to load. And I had to go, so yeah, I just left. It was late. <clears throat> John and Allison virtually together, and I left my laptop at Allison's. Yeah. First time hanging out virtually together, like you know, two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> um. We had fun. That was also. Um, I was not ready for Gabby to introduce me to the uh, podcast world as the guy who talks to ficuses. <laughs> yes. Also, oh. that episode. Oh my god! Uh, at the very beginning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Last chance to get your ficus merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. And that photo is still on our feeds, isn't it? All of our social media. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, my god. I am now back there and I see the ficus every yes. day. It has not changed. It has <laughs> it has it withstood the test of time. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fun. Yeah. I don't know if I have time to dust it. <laughs> I'll make the grad- I'll, I'll make the grad assistant do it. <laughs> wow. Steel worker, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, with saying the test of time is just like uh, Scott's connections to people that have kind of helped us, honestly, <laughs> like, yeah. like it helped us, you know, like, uh, get Stephen day. Um, well also like him and Alana, Alana Boudreaux actually like knew each other formally too. And we've had her on her music on. So like, <laughs> it was, it's just been cool to see like how many people he's collaborated with and how that's grown. Yeah. Um, even now, like he's collaborating with some pretty big names, which is like so cool to see him just mm-hmm. making it, you know? Yeah, I was reflecting on um, on the page we had the, the podcast on and I realized, oh my gosh, he's in Nashville. And like, what a <laughs> weird thing <laughs> yeah. to like talk about a Nashville artist. And now here I am sitting in Nashville. It's such a cool like, oh my gosh, that's really neat. And um, I don't know if he's still here, maybe, but he is. Um, you should catch a show. Oh, sweet! I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this one time we did a podcast with your song. Like- <laughs> 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 Thanks. <laughs> I no, saw him awesome. in Dallas, and he remembered that. Like, uh, this was like recent, like um, recently after we recorded. So he like it was more fresh on his mind, and I got a. Um, uh, a vinyl that he was selling and I asked him to sign it. He drew a goatee on himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> the cover is his face and a and a bass. And um yeah, he drew a goatee on himself. I was like, all right, one of a kind. Scott Mobile original. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sure like we'll probably have this happen with every episode, but it is just really super fun to kind of have these time capsules of where we were in time <laughs> we can go back and listen right. to them because yeah. it's a drastically different like dynamic and flow <laughs> also for sure and I'm just like huh it is kind of funny that this is the episode that like john picked because you know that was definitely a beginning and now <laughs> here we yes. are at a different part like entering the new era 
um, as many may want to call it. But yeah, it's just how much we've grown, like in so many different ways. It just I don't know. It it's going to come back. This will be a recurring theme, everybody. Just for sure. Count how many times <laughs> it happens. Let us know. In ten years, we're going to do the same thing, and John will choose the same episode. <laughs> <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, thanks to Scott Malva Hill for sharing his song with us. Um, and yeah, thank you. I picked Lost in Translation by Lauren Cole, who at the time was going by Low. And this was actually our second time um, getting to use a song of hers. And we interviewed her. And it was just, I always loved once we started doing the like artist interviews, because it was such a, not that I don't love our dynamic and talking about songs, but it was such a cool way to have the artist's input and to get to know them and hear about their creative process and learn things from them. Um, and she was so fun to talk to, talking about, you know, being a female artist who like was really trying to grow um, herself, like her artist brand and production and all kinds of things. And I love some good synth pop. Mm -hmm. um, so this was just a fun song that as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, this, I have to pick this one. You could Was she our first artist interview? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I, awesome. I loved when we did that. It was cool mm -hmm. to see kind of just the the growth that we made even in doing those kinds of episodes and how yeah. that shifted. Yeah. yeah. We definitely got a lot better and we got better gear. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things yeah, got a lot first, better. Right. Because <laughs> our first one with her was actually at it was her apartment, right? It was, it was a, somebody else's... her friend's apartment, our, our mutual right. friend's apartment. And then we were using some gear that just didn't end up working right. And I felt it so was... bad about releasing it, <laughs> but it happened. And now we have a better one. So <laughs> yeah. 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 So just fun to reflect on those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember the uh, interview with her and us getting, uh, really into the lyric analysis of like, I remember the line of like, you would have called me, but I was on the other line. Mm -hmm. um, and the conversation that we had around that. Um, I just really enjoyed getting to talk to her about the song. Mm -hmm. I, like you said, Alice, and I always enjoyed getting that uh, additional perspective from the artist on their song and what they intended by some of the things. Yeah, and this one, like, kind of like what we just said, this one was really special because we got to see that growth that change um mm -hmm. got to check back in like our podcast had changed her artist her artistry had changed and has continued to shift and um so it just it's really neat to to um reflect on that growth and the continued growth that we've made since then so mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I think one of the really cool things about having, you know, having the opportunity to feature an artist twice and particularly like with Lauren interviewing her twice, right? Like one, again, we're like seeing the growth of our podcast because beforehand it was just, you know, Gabby and Allison doing it. And then we had a much broader group the next time. And it, and the conversation definitely evolved more from just, because we like to, one of the biggest things and the takeaways from like that very first interview because Burning Building is probably one of my favorite songs that's ever been featured on this podcast, um, was also the production aspect of it and kind of just the experience of being a woman and being a producer also in the music industry and being able to have a different aspect of music industry that I don't think music therapists, and especially in our training, are really privy to, especially Mm. as we kind of just get introduced to a bunch of songs and like, how do we use them clinically, but not knowing the in and outs of the industry itself. So like, having that aspect and then be able to still like kind of fall back on that in conversation, but then like in the, the following subsequent interview, being able to like still talk about those things, but also then like dive further in, I just think showed a much deeper understanding of how we all appreciate songs and mm-hmm. how we all come to understand yeah. like the use of songs in practice, um, which I think music industry type of things like we should be more privy to like I think we should like especially when it comes to like streaming services or like how do we ethically Mm -hmm. use music and things like that and just the amount of work that goes into producing a song that for us is just like what three minutes maybe in a session but the Mm -hmm. amount of time effort and labor that goes into it I I think like that was probably one of the biggest takeaways for me being able to like listen to that first episode and then being able to sit in and have a conversation in the second one. So, yeah. 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 And then furthering the discussion of clinical use. I think that was always really fun mm-hmm. uh, for me to hear the artists comments uh, mm-hmm. either in the middle of recording or after they had listened to the whole episode and for them to say, wow, I never, thought of my song in that way. And that was really mm-hmm. neat to hear how you can use my music to help people or share with people. And um, so that was always really neat too. So kind of the the two, the two parts of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, um, the breadth of our, our, our conversations got a lot wider, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Like while expanding, you know, while expanding the breadth of like the songs, you know, potentials or whatever, the music's potentials. Um, we ourselves were like expanding in our practice, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, and expanding in like our understandings of the world that we might not de- like, or didn't know as much when, you know, we first started the podcast. So mm. I feel like even just the way we're talking <laughs> about you know you know the intersection of you know clinical practice or like research or education is a lot larger than it used yeah. to be and mm-hmm. like it's you know before it was like I would use this song to do this which you know is important but also there's there's a lot more to it you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I mean gosh I as soon as you said that I was like I was a first year clinician. <laughs> I just had my five year anniversary. It, it just is like, mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> so it's the podcast has seen us through a lot of growth and change and degree and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and how that has navigated or um, shifted a conversation too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Gabby here. One episode that I uh, really enjoyed. I have, it was so hard for me to choose. Like, mm-hmm. also, I was like, can I choose the Ben Folds one? But that technically doesn't have a song in it. I <laughs> yep. include the bird song, you know, like <laughs> I. So um, I looked through a lot of them, but I ended up actually choosing the episode we released right before that one. And that was Barricades by Action Adventure. That was Barricades by Action Adventure. So the reason why I chose this was I'm just still really impressed with the song. But like mm-hmm. just the unique way it presented its message, you know, like it was just so much thought like we were talking about, like um lauren cole's thing about how like all this effort goes into a three minute song right like this is a Mm -hmm. one minute song and like you know all the thought of like not only how to create it but like how to present it and like why you're presenting it in this way like it was on tiktok so that people would see it and like Mm -hmm. it was um like one minute so people had the capacity to take it and it was just like and it was like uh, pop punk and like you know using the term barricades which is like a, a punk-ish type barrier and yeah <laughs> just like the message of like what it is like to be an underrepresented person in an industry or just even in the world, you know? Um, Yeah, I just like, it's still to this day, you know, that was maybe a 20, 30 minute episode also, like. Oh yeah, uh, we got a lot of conversation from just a minute of music, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so just Mm -hmm. a good episode. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, pop punk was my like super important genre when I was growing up and I still love it, but it was a very um, important genre when I was a teenager. And so to hear that coming back Mm -hmm. and to have it on TikTok and to have people using it as a platform. um, Yeah. uh, Like to share some really, um, impactful messaging Mm -hmm. like it just it was really cool i i enjoyed that a bunch um and also it kind of reminded me that or maybe that was the time where that was becoming really uh popular for people to find their music but i remember it kind of striking me that oh this is where a lot of my younger clients are getting their Mm -hmm. music okay Mm -hmm. i need to go to tiktok (laughs) so i kind of had that realization for the first time then yeah and it kind of also tying back to the conversation we're having about uh lauren's episode right um 
about understanding the music industry and the way in which people build and create songs and how that like just the entire flow of that but just also the way that social media has really disrupted a lot of things yes in the music industry yeah yep. um mm-hmm. and you know for better or for worse however people want to conceive it but it definitely has disrupted that very um typical journey of like person contract <laughs> manufactured oh, like sure. all that stuff right like it's so, like there, there's there's such a more direct way to connect with music and artists um but also the ways in which that it can be it impacts um the music industry and like how music is produced and like all of that too so mm-hmm. just i think especially now like we're having this conversation about impactful episodes like again like really encourage mm-hmm. people to like understand the way that music industry works how music comes out and like the importance of being able to be like ethical consumers and like sharers mm-hmm. of music especially in our roles considering um the ways in which a lot of times like there can be some pretty nasty things that happen in music industry um and we definitely don't want to uh, perpetuate any of that like within the, our clinical practices so right mm-hmm. yeah i remember listening to this episode um and the song and being i was like is that it like, that was just a yeah just a minute? okay cool i mean that was an awesome song uh i want more where is it uh but i think about like i'm like it's distilled like the, it's this like really potent poetry mm-hmm. of just four lines that just really punch their message mm-hmm. you know across of you know would you listen if we looked any different mm-hmm. or if we all looked the same mm-hmm. um yeah just the that it was such a powerful like statement in such a short amount of time. It was like very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potent. I like that. Yeah, that descriptor for sure. Yeah, kind of going back to how it was found on TikTok. It just makes me think about like all the artists now that have like gotten bigger from TikTok or like certain sounds that have like become so used to that the person is able to buy a house from it like i don't know if you guys remember Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of the pandemic there was a guy who was just like like hitting the table and he was going like i'm bored in the house i'm in the house bored do you remember that one Mm -hmm. um and like apparently that guy was able to buy like a house like (laughs) from all from just that tiny like sound he made probably but when he was bored like you know um but then there's also artists like i don't know like like charlie puth who have gotten even more famous you know from tiktok and then you've got artists like um i think jake like with a v who's Mm -hmm. like his piano stuff and now like his more produced stuff has started getting more traction just because of like how he decided to showcase it on TikTok, which wasn't even like a, here's me playing it. It was like him sharing reactions of playing it for people who have influenced him in his life, you know, like it's just so, it's so creative, (laughs) Um, but it's also Mm -hmm. like, how do people like, sure, like it's, it's also kind of also pointing to like how certain people have a bigger like while TikTok and social media has made it easier for like those barricades to be broken there are 
still barricades within the social media realm as well. Yes. And it's yeah. creating some more. Mm-hmm. So thinking about this new way of breaking into the biz kind of thing of you have to have a social media presence and you mm-hmm. have to put out free content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so how does that change your self as an artist and and your brand and um, your the energy that you have to create? Um, product and content and be an artist (laughs) so it's very uh it's very interesting to watch and i think we're gonna see quite a quite a bit of change and happen through that um but i've i've been uh i've been interested to see even the bigger artists that are struggling with that sometimes um and the very um vulnerable conversations that they've started around some of that so Mm -hmm. yeah be interesting to see how that shifts yeah you know and it's i mean in particular i think about um like the adele interview where she talks about like who's making music for my generation mm-hmm. and being like i yeah. it's like people who are listening to my songs aren't going to meet 16 year olds who are into tiktok just like well the 30 year olds who are in therapy like in that <laughs> aspect right you know, like and this is a, those things like where again understanding the industry um and like the ways in which that impacts like how we can digest music and then the other aspects too like other barricades that kind of go full circle back to the song in particular and like what action adventure was discussing right like the ways too that a lot of times particularly within how short like tiktoks can be and other like and how we have to make it digestible the ways in which mm-hmm. we can like rip off content from other creators and usually like black and other creators of color like being able to steal like their content or just like parody it without giving credit to and, like again goes back to that politics of citation that we've spoken about before too on the space mm-hmm. but like being able to being able to like have a platform to where like you can still essentially experience the same horrible things that happen in the real world in a digital space but now like be able to have like the digital like almost in some cases like a digital paper trail some cases there's not but it just again goes back to that importance of being able to navigate those spaces mm-hmm. more ethically and more justly and i think that like we wouldn't we wouldn't have these conversations like even five to ten years ago which in the grand scheme of things is not long right like that's so close like you can still use research for five to ten years ago and like have it in like a research paper and it'd be fine right like Mm -hmm. and the fact like this it wouldn't be a conversation that we'd be having like it technology has just moved so quickly and um yeah i just think like in particular especially with the song like being able to bring a lot of that to the forefront and such as John said, potent manner um, is really helpful and necessary. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you guys for sharing all your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Action Adventure. Love it. Love it. Love yes. it. All right. Um, the episode that has really stood out to me. Um, was 22 and Some Change by Stephen Day, which was a live episode we recorded at mm-hmm. a national conference, the last one before the pandemic shut things down <laughs> in Minneapolis, I believe, yeah. in 2019. Cause I get to feel sad And I miss my mom and dad Why is it so hard to tell them that When you get to a certain age what 
for me, the 2019 conference was extremely memorable for a variety of reasons, uh, which we don't we do not need to go into at this time. But um, <laughs> in particular, I think with us doing that live recording, one of the things that I really appreciated was being able to have a more interactive dialogue. And I know, I think my very first interaction with the podcast as a participant, maybe any way, shape, or form, was probably the live recording that was done at the Southwestern Region um, yeah. conference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was nice to have like one of my earlier episodes as a co-host. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I think one of my first like four or five ones that I did um, be a live recording. And I just think one, kind of like we were saying with uh, having artist interviews, being able to have other people's perspectives to share and build off of was really helpful. And to the connections that happened because of that live conference, yes. like one that like, and this the subsequent things that that also just led to for other things. It I don't, that in itself was just a really like meaningful experience beyond even just the very fun conversation and hilarious interactions that we also had <laughs> when talking. But like, yeah, I just think it it really kind of uh, maybe was the it was definitely like an earlier stage in like the music therapy, like podcast community. Like I think it was one of those things that like kind of showcased the importance of us having that community together Mm -hmm. and like seeing people like start, you know, uh, like Chris, for example, making make more music after being able to talk to us and ask us questions after that one, like seeing all the things that just kind of came to fruition beyond just the conversation itself. Plus like, I love the song and the conversation we had about it. So, yeah. Good one. Yeah, that one's definitely one of my favorites as well. It was a hard, a hard <laughs> one to pick. Um, I really loved our conversation and the banter that we had back and forth um, and getting to meet everyone. And oh my gosh, as you were talking, I was just thinking about um meeting a lot of cool people that are still like in our lives and um yeah yeah, it was just a memorable conference like you said for various reasons but there was some really good stuff there (laughs) yeah yeah i think um like this podcast as a whole has been like a good community you know for in my experience at least, and I hope for like you guys, but I feel like that conference in particular really pointed towards, you know, we talk about music building community, but like, you know, like this podcast, like literally built community. Like it was Mm -hmm. like the first time it was tangible. Like the Southwest conference, like kind of, but like first, I think just because it was a national conference maybe, and like people knew us just a little bit more. Um, I think that just like really just spurred the development of like some great relationships. Um, Like it, it, you know, spurred relationships between other podcasters, but also like, oh, wow, we have listeners, <laughs> you know, that yeah. actually, like, <laughs> no. is important, you know, and, like, they enjoy these conversations, um, and I was like, whoa, like, yeah, really, you know? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think we could have ever predicted that. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. yeah, And like, Grant, as you're saying, like, you know, the development of like the podcast community, like we, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, John, how many (laughs) podcasts as of 2019, there was like, you made the slide. There was like, I don't know, like 20 on there, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's, oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, it's also really interesting because, you know, there have been music therapy podcasts before this one, right? Yeah. And I just think, mm-hmm. like, in 2019, at that time, it was, I guess, like, also in the cultural aspect of like, technology and community podcasting was just a lot more digestible at the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was mm-hmm. was a really sweet spot to where, like, there were things that had already happened. So we knew that music therapy podcasts, like, had a place and that people would listen to and people, like, definitely want it. Like, we had something that we had something to share that was going to be of value to a broader community and at the same time there was enough interest to where i think people were going to be way more invested mm-hmm. just because of just the nature of like online culture at the time especially with podcasts and like, being able to find that and like it was really a sweet spot honestly like i think 2019 was a sweet spot for us to like one come together and meet but to also just like grow and develop into something that is where it's at now which is yeah. wild to say because like <laughs> you said we've gone through a lot of changes from like all of our first mm-hmm. of like being on it to like where we are now so yeah yeah unfortunately i was not able to do any of the live shows uh, i was able to do the world congress virtual no. presentation it's not the same um but yeah i do remember logging on as soon as i could um to get in on this conversation not that i could participate as much but just that i could bear witness to the conversation that was going to happen and um that's also where the uh gif of Grant comes from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. When I saw that, I saw that was what I thought about. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is it is so interesting to think about the different ways the podcast has been used, like uh, for music therapists driving in their cars, you know, between sessions. Um, I've heard some of the teachers uh, or like professors have, you know, put it in some of their curriculum and, uh, you know, for students mm-hmm. in college. So oh it's gosh. been really interesting to just see how <laughs> the podcast has, you know, been in, impactful to people, uh, like we were saying earlier. So. Your voice sounds familiar. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, I know your name. Like what? <laughs> Or was it like with you, Gabby? So I just like started singing like the theme song to you yeah. when I saw you. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're. Oh. It's like well, okay. Hi, nice Ooh. to meet you. Your name is. Yeah. Get in line. I'll draw a goatee on my face. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we need to get a yeah. We need to get a vinyl. We get like a vinyl of like all of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Get the box set of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a little ficus on it. 
For only $99.99, you can get it. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. And I think um, the song itself, like 22 and some change, like really um, relates to the journey, right? So like, yeah, like the song is about growing up and like, you know, um, how you're feeling and, um, you know, making most of where you're at and what you have. And I feel like this podcast kind of just did that, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, as you say that, I think about the line um in the song where it's like I should just give myself some grace. Yeah. And it's like You <laughs> talked about that too on the last Oh yeah. Episode. I know, right? <laughs> there we go. It just things certain things just resonate with you for the right reasons, I hope. Um but yeah, no, it's just like even the ways in which we've had to navigate our schedules and changing how we do this podcast even, right? Where it's like mm-hmm we can't do it the same way and even coming to the conclusion together that like it's time to like write this final chapter together essentially um yeah. being like oh it there i go again um but yeah just have that moment to even know to you know this yeah there's always potential for something like this to do so much but like for us to be able to make that decision mm-hmm. and to have the relationship that we have with it now which we have with each other now also and like yeah i yeah you know, it, it strangely yes i completely agree <laughs> it's like very relevant and resonant to this experience right now too um i also just want to take a moment to thank all of the artists who have allowed us to share their music um, on the podcast um, allowing us to have all of these discussions and um, around the music that you've created uh, and talk about some of the ways that uh, your music can impact others in the world. So thank you very much. Yeah, it means a lot that um, you trusted us with our music and you trusted us with your music and, you know, you took a, a chance having four people you've never met and <laughs> maybe even a field you've never heard of, you know, <laughs> um, discuss, discuss, you know, your creation. Um, I think um, I also want to thank the listeners for joining us on this wild ride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like if you've been with us for the entire time man props on, thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> it's been a lot it's been a lot <laughs> a lot of changes a lot of good times a lot of ups and downs yeah you know a lot of hard conversations too honestly sometimes we got real deep um, yeah 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 thank you for um i just want to say like thank you to the artists you know these songs um now have such meaningful they're they're so significant in our lives like they've captured certain times in our lives and Mm -hmm. so now when we hear them we'll you know forever remember that and forever remember being a part of this project and um so i really just wanted to thank them again for um you know just being a time capsule 
um, for these past couple of years. So, and thank you to all the listeners. I, I don't think Gabby and I could have ever imagined what starting this would have turned into um, just sitting on the floors of our apartments <laughs> as newbies. Um, and so I just, um, it's been very special. And I wanted to thank John and Grant for joining us and the Mikes for joining us and the having, faith in, yeah, <laughs> having faith in our little project and wanting to join along in the fun. Um, I could not have seen this podcast going any other way. Um, you all have added so much to this. And um, so just thank you for, for being a part of this as well. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely want to echo a lot of things that have already been out there, um, especially like I think about how vulnerable it must be for the artists to share their songs with us and to like let us talk so freely about them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you all gave us no agendas to uh, say yeah. like, oh yeah, this is what, like, you know, just here's a song, pick it, like whichever one you like, like here's sometimes you gave us plenty of options to go through and like to let us just essentially have free reign of conversation and content um, is something that I am really appreciative of, like that vulnerability and sharing music in that sense, which I mean, yes, you put it out there, but also at the same time to have a four music therapist <laughs> talk about it in detail is definitely something that um, I really, I truly appreciate. And I definitely hope that we have honored your music um, in doing so. And again, listeners, for letting all of us just like be part of your lives and listening to like our <laughs> random conversations, um, no matter how silly or serious that they get, because, you know, You've heard the bloopers. <laughs> I'm sure you'll yeah. hear more. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes we are all over the place and just your willingness to still engage with us over this amount of time has been truly like something that I definitely also appreciate. And Gabby and Allison for starting this whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. yes. look, at, like look at where it's at now. And, you know? yeah. and like this whole like passion project of yours particularly like from wanting to be like being songwriters and being like wanting to share that perspective has like brought on john the mics and me and, and collaborators other, too actually other collaborators like too like yeah. all these other people like, definitely like all the wonderful collaborators we've had too and just yeah again the community relationships that we've been able to form and like selfishly i will say places that i've been able to form particularly like with <laughs> you all um it's just like something that i truly would not have imagined especially being at this point now like years later from joining so this has definitely been like a very worthwhile experience and just very appreciative that clinical populations has been part of my life yeah yeah yes oh <laughs> i realize it's been like four years i know <laughs> yeah it's seen us through a lot and it's seen us through yeah. oh my gosh a lot of change in it i know for me like getting through the pandemic it was really nice to have our conversations to yeah. hold some kind of like yes stability and community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah especially being in a new place like oh it was so nice to see some familiar faces <laughs> um, <laughs> and to commiserate on our moves and school and all the things so. yes my gosh and yeah this this podcast has definitely brought a lot of things that like i will forever cherish and like yeah i uh it's been it's been fun Mm -hmm. man so now we've come yeah (laughs) (laughs) to the end of the road 
that's all that's all i don't i don't really know if i have any words to say i mean i guess it's time for our podcast to walk across the stage it's been like four years of you know and and maybe when it decides to come back and get its masters you might get a special <laughs> episode who knows but like honorary you know, doctorate exactly <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna go complete its internship or maybe right. right now it's like uh it's six years of break i don't know six months who knows but like hey we've made it oh speaking of the future uh so guys this podcast will be available like on its current platforms for the time being. But at some point we are going to switch over to YouTube um, and take it off platforms because um, it does cost money to keep it on platforms, (laughs) Um, but it'll still be accessible through YouTube and maybe some other formats if we can figure it out, but it's still gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Bop you later. Yeah. <laughs> I've been holding on to it this whole time. <laughs> I had to do it. He's not here. <laughs> I'm glad it's the final episode because if this yeah. would have been any other one, I would have been done at that point. I'm like, no, never. But hey, it's fine. I guess I'll let it happen. Bop you later. Bop. <laughs> Gosh, it still sounds so violent, though. But it does. <laughs> but it's supposed Incredibly. to be funny, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> Thank you for, um, you know, dealing with us, Grant. <laughs> hey, somebody has to. <laughs> Populator. Uh, all right, well, I guess here's Clinical Population signing off. Clinical Population Clinical Population Clinical Population Clinical Population Clinical Population